Ladies and gentlemen, happy Thursday evening and welcome to another edition of Jackman Radio. I am your host, Mike Jackman, and I'm very excited tonight to be joined by two fantastic comedians and funny fellows who I've had the pleasure and honor of working with a couple times. Mr. Tim Stone from Swansea, New Hampshire. Oh, I got a fucking wait. <laughs> Miss Whoa and Mr. Maverick Passard from Springfield, Massachusetts. How you guys doing? I'm all right. That's good. That's Living good. the dream, man. I'm happy to be here with the Jackman, man. Absolutely, yeah. We, uh, you know, we 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 worked together um, just over a year ago, right, guys? We did a show in Swansea at the. Yeah, that show was fun. At the yeah. Swansea Center. That was crazy. It, yeah, the Swansea Center, because like we, we were in there, Stoney, and, and uh on the first floor, we were kind of the green room was kind of just like an open door policy, man. People were coming and going through the green <laughs> they're just coming through the green room all night. It's like, oh, okay, the show hasn't started yet, but it, I guess it kind of has. And then and then you were looking over at another part of the of the building. You're like, man, I, I don't know on the wall over there. I think that's blood. <laughs> hey the swansea's the swansea house is a really cool place man we've all we've all done some dirt in that building for sure it's, right it's, got, a, it's got a lot of heart it's got a lot that, of heart that's a little piece of americana right there it's still alive like and, and, and kicking you know yeah and the, and the first time first time i ever saw dj nice was there at your halloween party like eight seven or eight years ago stony oh gee yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> now is that, that, was, that how, is that, that how you guys that, met that each was, other that was Stacy. That was this. That was six seven. What year was that? that? No, that was a different guy. I had a different DJ up there that day. Oh, it was. You're what? confusing your. You're confusing your black people. <laughs> no, dude, I could have sworn that was DJ Nice. Well, you know what? He was wearing a mask. In all fairness. Yeah. No, he was. He was. Uh, yeah. That was that was that was six seven. That was. Cool, I feel like man. an asshole because at the comedy show last year, I said to DJ Nice and said, "Hey, good to see you, man. It's been oh, yes. several years." He probably looked at me like, "Who the hell is this guy?" <laughs> nice is a good dude. We don't call him nice because he's mean. You know, yeah. he's a nice dude. You take that. Yeah. <laughs> now, how did you get? How did you guys? How did you two get linked up? You guys. It seems like you guys have known each other for a while. And Mav, you've been in the comedy game a little bit longer than Stony, right? Yeah, I've been doing it for five years. Five years. Yeah. Um, how I met Stony was actually Stony came down to one of the mics I was working with um, Pop there, and we had EMT comedy. We had a mic at this uh, place, and Tim and Ryan both came down. And, of yeah. course, uh, and that's how we met. Um, Tim won that round. Every time a comedian did a good job, we would give a notebook out. But we couldn't read Tim's handwriting, so we thought it was Ryan, and we switched him. <laughs> it's like doctor's handwriting? Yeah, I, I was nervous. It was the first time I ever signed a... You know, when you when you start off doing amateur comedy, you just find a random bar and you go there and you sign a list and you wait for somebody to call your name and you go up and you share your ideas. I, I wanted to go outside of my area to, to find out if I was funny or not. I wanted to go where people were complete strangers and they didn't know if I, you know, they didn't know me from a hole in the wall. So I yes. found Maverick. Maverick is like the godfather of comedy. If you do comedy on the East Coast and you haven't touched one of Maverick's open mics, then you're wrong and you're not doing it right. So like that's just the way it goes. Like everybody goes to work out Wednesdays. It's just one of those badges you got to get in order to be a New England comic. It's and uh, Maverick runs a tight open mic where there's a lot of comics from all over New England, all over the all over America, honestly, that come to it now and. Uh, 
I was just lucky to stumble into it. And and he came over to me and said, yo, you're funny. I, I, I want you to do more shit. So like that. Now we're now we're now he can't get rid of me. That's <laughs> so, you're stuck with him. Yeah, you're stuck. stuck. Just like you got stuck with me at Honda. Like, you know, honestly, the I watching you and your brother do it when I worked at Honda was kind of my inspiration. Like I could do this. I could oh, we wow. could go somewhere. Oh, you, wow. you can get out of Keen and, and you can you can try this. Like you and your brother were doing these these, these shows, these things that I'd always dreamed about. And uh so you are a big inspiration, Jagger. You know, your oh. your impersonations and your comedy is is I, I haven't seen anything better come out of New Hampshire. So as far as I'm oh. concerned, you and your brother are one of the, are two of the top dogs in the area. Stony, yeah. thanks, man. That, that means yeah, a lot. Hey, I mean, thank you. Whoa, where, where did Mav go? Mav just uh, force ghosted. He just He'll force ghosted us. He'll come back. <clears throat> You'll have to forgive me, everybody who's listening. I've had a really nasty chest cold for the last like five days. So I've been dealing with a fever and a chest cold, and I've got I've got my remedies here. I got colloidal silver. Oh, we got Mav. We got Mav back here. I was just advertising on Infowars.com, Dayquil, colloidal <laughs> silvers, and uh, Canada Dry here, folks. Can the Canadian stuff. Not it's not from Justin Trudeau, but it's uh, so. If I hallucinate tonight, that's why. Now, who's this Rhino guy trying to get in? Who, who's Rhino? Oh, that's that's my buddy Ryan Lapointe. Oh. <laughs> He's a fellow comedian. Oh, okay. Uh, he's actually the guy who came with me. That's the guy Mav was just talking about. He, he's a. Uh, he actually helped me get my. My very first, uh, he, he helped influence me as well. He pushed me to start doing all one of the people that was like, yo, you got to start doing open mics. You got to stop being funny for free. Yeah. And that's the thing, Stoney. You are a funny dude, man. Every time. You, every, every, so Stoney and I worked at a, a car dealership together, everybody, for, I don't know, six years, just about. I mean, I was there from, I was there till Long. 20. I was there from 2013 to 2019, and you were there, I think, before me. Uh, we right? don't need to say we don't need to say how long I was there. It was too oh, long. Hey. <laughs> hey, my, my old man was a car dealer, so it's 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 in the it's in the family, man. We're gluttons for punishment. Oh, and, dude, uh, you know, I grew up going to the auction block, seeing my dad work on cars, detailing cars with my old man. Uh, you know, he called it car wars, and uh, I don't know. We. Um, we had fun, Stoney. We made the most of it. We had a lot of fun. We moved a yeah, lot of iron. People around it. You guys working in that back office. It was always a treat to go back there and just we'd we'd have to we'd we start laughing until the bosses separated us. Like that's yeah. all right. You guys okay, got right. yeah, some money. When Stoney came, because I would shut that whole building down. Everybody'd be watching us do a little show in the front. Like <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought it to the stage. So so, Mav, this is uh, the, the workout Wednesdays you guys do. Is that the – it's an Irish ale house, it's called, down there in uh, yeah, near where you live? Uh, in Springfield, yep. In Springfield, okay. Yeah, uh, well, we've been – we I was kind of nomadic. Irish ale house is probably the place we've been the longest. Like, been there a year. Before that, I was, like, in Holyoke, West Springfield, different parts of Springfield. We had a cafe place, escape room. You know, when I – when the local mic – that I was around, like, went out stopped being a mic anymore. I needed to find a place, so I just started doing my own. So it's kind of the Wild West down there for you guys. I mean, if, if you go up there and, and you're not having a good night, the crowd's going to let you know, or the fellow comics are going to let you know, right? Oh, hell yeah. It's, it's not for the faint of heart. That's not really – it, it definitely will thicken up your skin. I love it. <laughs> but, man, but you got to do that, right, guys? I mean, we've all we've all bombed, man. I've been up and I was like, oh, I got so many good jokes, and dude, I just fell flat on my face. And you, and you got to do that to get anywhere. So I'm sure You're you not guys. A comedian until you bomb, you know. Yeah. I think that's that's kind of it. Oh, yeah. 
So you take that long drive home staring at your reflection in the windshield, <laughs> questioning everything you've ever done in your life and why you didn't pay attention in school. <laughs> yeah, right. I say to people, yeah, I'm a failed comic, a.k.a. a podcaster, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, hey, a true uh, failed comic. I think you'd be a waiter by now if you were failed. So that's, 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 <laughs> a waiter or a barista or something for the uh, in, or the Back incoming. bumpers on the car lot, bro. Mis misspelling <laughs> people's names on Starbucks cups, you know? <laughs> With little hearts over the eyes. That's, that's coming up, so... So, so, <laughs> so what, do you guys think com comedy could could heal what's going on in the Middle East right now, Stoney? It sounds like you have some you have some opinions. He <laughs> just called me out as uh, as a former military man and and a. Uh, a yeah, I did spend yeah. some time. I was a pogas. I never kicked indoors. First of all, but I was in the rear with the gear. I had a, the greatest thing about this country is we have a choice. You know, you don't have to uh, you don't have to go on the front line. So I was appreciative of that. But I supported those guys. Listen, uh, I don't I don't I don't support anybody that kills anybody. I, I think it's a it's a tough situation what's going on in the Middle East. Um, I, I the, the the Gaza Strip's referred to as an open air prison that's controlled by Israel, and Israel can't have them coming in and, and taking hostages and killing people. Um, it's a tough. You're, you're we're flirting with. It. I want to say bad stuff right now. <laughs> well, I, I, saw, like to, I like, as a comedian, I like to contradict. Okay, and then this is a hot topic, and and you can is. get you can get people to contradict. I just don't see which side is right here like you know i i don't see and 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 i i i, I don't know it's that's a that's a typical that's a it seems like it's it it's it's us for it's the whites versus the arabs right now we're just drawing the lines right now and it's not cool like i i think there's a much more diplomatic solution to this yeah right. i i agree and i think every you know um everybody who's died they're at first and foremost these are all human beings forget about what religion or what you know, are they are they Muslim? Are they uh, Christian, Jewish? Are they Arab? Are they Palestinian? You know what I mean? Like it's like these yeah. are innocent human beings are caught in the crossfire. And um, obviously, what happened on October seventh was um, it was it, it was appalling and disturbing. But it, sadly, it wasn't shocking because of the events of the last seventy plus years. Thing, I just wonder, like, what pushes a person to do that? You know, nobody just so people just say there's pure evil in the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get that, but like even well, if you shut if you shut off my internet and my hot water for two hours every day, I might longer than two hours. You know what I mean? Like that's part you of it. Don't understand that aspect of it. You know what I mean? And they want to like, yeah, that's, um, yeah, Hamas is. I mean that that I don't think uh, they voted in Hamas too, if I'm not mistaken, from what I can read. If I and that's. That's the government that they chose. I don't know if they were forced into it or what have you, but I do know that they made a choice and they chose that. And so, like, I, I don't know. I, it, yeah, that's a confusing and very hostile situation. It is, and and I think the and I I watched a couple of actually really great conversations. There was a comedian from Egypt. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, uh, Bassem Youssef, who was on with Pierce Morgan, and he, he the first interview he did it was just thirty minutes of him using satire and sarcasm to educate Pierce Morgan about his point of view on it. And he, he brilliantly used comedy and satire uh, to do that. And if you haven't checked that out, it's, it's a great interview. And then yeah. they, they, they just did an hour and 45 minute follow-up and um, he brought Pierce some uh, hot, uh, 
not hot, but he bought him some olive oil pressed from olives from uh, uh, the West Bank that his wife made because she's Palestinian. So, it, you know, it humanized it and it showed a different angle to it that the media doesn't always cover. And I, I, it's crazy to see comedians trying to explain to people the news or what's really going yeah, on. Isn't that, isn't that how, it, how it's been the last 20 years? Well, you got you to gotta bring yeah. people, you got to bring awareness to it through laughter, I guess, is, is the way to go about it. I mean, that's one of the gifts that I guess we can do. You know, If yeah. you look at a map from like 19, what is it, 48, that whole chunk was just called Palestine. You know, yeah, like, the Nakba. Yeah. Now it's called Israel with just a chunk of it called Palestine. So like, I yeah. don't know, you know, <laughs> like in the, that's, that seems like a. It seems like a. I don't. I. You know. There's two sides to every story. That. That's. A well, how, how about what happened to us in this country when we couldn't get toilet paper for like a month? We went tits up. <laughs> yeah. You know, we were hoarding toilet paper and like, God, are we gonna chat here, dude? You're not. <laughs> dude, you're not lying, man. Great blue sweater from Hartford Whalers '97. Thanks, Poopsie. That's my boy, Poopsie. Oh Next fuck yeah! All, yeah, all yeah all no, our it's yeah. a Tony Twist one too, so it's a, <coughs> I don't know if he knows anything about the Twister, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he does. Yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's, holding, he's holding on hope that the Hartford Wheelers are going to come back. He keeps. Oh, that'd be a great extension, man. There's he keeps that flame alive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's bring back the wheel. You know, it's tough. Although, as an entertainer, I gotta tell you, dude, Connecticut sucks. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys play Connecticut much? Yeah, I gotta tell you, like, when I go to Connecticut and perform, I'm just like, I see why they took your sports teams because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I'm What's not saying beef? about your boy, but I mean, good. why don't you like Connecticut? What's your beef with Connecticut? <laughs> see, Twister. Yeah, yeah, that's who she knows. <laughs> He's the man. That's it. There's it. I've had some. We've had some rough nights out in Hartford. <laughs> so you, you guys have done Hartford, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a. Yeah, that, these guys drag me everywhere. You know, I don't go alone. I wouldn't be alive. That's, that's no. my. <laughs> <laughs> and you, uh, uh, Mav, you do DJing and uh, like MCing too, right? Isn't that part of your deal? Or your you just my cousin DJ Nice Joe, and he does the DJing part. He's the DJ. Okay, so you guys are the package. You, you, this is the duo package, folks. You get Nice Jones DJing, and you get Mav MCing and doing the comedy. Yeah. We, um, so the thing is, like, my whole thing was I want to get a team. I want to get a team. I didn't feel like like comedy is a great journey. It's not going to happen overnight. If you think it's going to happen overnight, you must have a lot of money or people, you know, family that do shit. But it's a journey. And I don't. I'd rather just do my journey with my friends, like people that I like hanging around. Because if you look at it like as a comedian, if you're entertaining all the time, it's like going to work. When I used to work a regular nine to five, I had my coworkers I like chilling with, you know? Then you have your other ones, you just wish that they just like fire quit or someone would just give them some good dick. I mean, oops, sorry. Um, <laughs> you want some good loving. So that way they could enjoy it. But these guys are like, you know, we keep each other in check when we suck. We're upfront and honest about it. You know, Tim pulled me aside one time. He's like, yo, you know why your jokes stink? And I thought, I'm like, I'm thinking it's the crowd. He's like, no, it's you, bro. It's you, you're not doing this part right. <laughs> I didn't say that. You didn't say that. You didn't say that. That's what I'm telling the story, though. <laughs> yeah. Tim's so lovely and funny because every time you make Tim seem out of character, he'll come, no, that wasn't, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you get Stoney to laugh. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a win. It helps your day. Um, now, I view, I view the day jobs and then the people you meet who you stay in touch with after that as like the various people who are ended up being survivors on the different seasons of The Walking Dead. Like one job, 
one job you got one or two cast members. I, I got Stoney and like two or three people from the dealership who I still see and talk to. So that was a successful season. Uh, the last, <laughs> the, yeah, the rest of them got eaten by walkers. But the um, the last job that I have, I, I think I talked to like one one person from the last uh, nine to five kind of regular job that I had before I went fully remote when the flu world order broke out. Um, <laughs> we had the man, we had the flu world order. We got zombies everywhere, beating down the doors, and you know, trying to hoard toilet paper, and uh, you know, just uh, goblins everywhere. I hit, I hit pretty hard too. I, I battened down the hatches too. I got, I got, I got kicked out of my job. <laughs> and yeah, the, the car business will will turn you. You either live, what is it? You live long enough to uh, see yourself become a hero, or or no, you either live long enough to become a villain or die a hero, or you sell cars. You know? <laughs> It was the man, that was the best thing that ever happened to me was getting fired from that place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you didn't. So Stone, you didn't really start doing stand up in earnest till after the car. Or no, you were doing gigs when you I were. I did it a couple times, but man, you know, I gotta tell you, like working as like a um, and it's not a, there's nothing against salesmen, but it it, it makes you a, a different type of. I wouldn't be as good of a comedian if I didn't leave. Essentially, is what that is. Like you, that it, it just makes you a different person, and it. it it's a double-edged sword. Like it's, it's sales is a, it's a hard job. It's a job that all of us can do in here because we have that gift. But like, I don't yeah. know. Well, it's, it's like putting on a performance when you're doing sales. It really is. You know, you're, you're, you're there trying to convince the person, and you got your spiel and, and your talking points. And um, I was watching one of your recent reels, Stony. I thought this was funny. It looks like you've done this in a couple places, but you're telling a Trump joke, and you're like. Oh, all the people with the MAGA hats, they, they, they just, you know, telling us who all the racists are. How does that one go? <laughs> Basically, what what I, kind of response are you getting from the I think crowd? Trump, I think Trump did one great thing is he put all the racists in bright red hats so we know okay. where they are. You know, that's kind of. So you get you get some love and some hate for that joke? Oh, yeah. you, you It's really. Yeah. You, you get really. And one time I had a guy turn it sideways and act like he was black. And I was like, well, that like that's not racist. <laughs> like, yeah, no, black mag is amazing. <laughs> I, it's fun to uh, to work both sides. I don't think either I, it, that title of that joke is vote none of the above. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie uh, Brewster's Millions when he runs for. He runs for mayor and Richard Pryor, and he, he wants nobody to vote for it. I feel like that's the situation we're in right now. So if there's one thing that everybody can agree on, I think 90% of the people poll in this country can agree on is we don't want Trump or Biden. You yeah, know? that's but when, you pick, when you pick on Biden, nobody gives a shit because nobody voted for Biden because they wanted to. But there's that select like 20% of these crazy people that voted for Trump because they really think he's their friend and they – Whenever you say something bad about their Lord and Savior, man. Excuse me. Excuse me, Stoney. Okay. You're being very disgusting. Matt, isn't he be I think he's being so rude and so so dishonest and so unfair right now, okay? I am their friend, I am their savior, I am their retribution, and I am their vengeance. <laughs> he's the vengeance. He's gonna come in, dude. But no, I, I agree, man. I th it's like really Biden and Trump are our choices. I, that's why my boy RFK Jr. is up over twenty-two percent in the polls right now in a three-way match with those other two clowns. And you know, uh, yeah, he's getting more. He's getting more steam. It seems like. He, do you think he's gonna? Do you think he's gonna help or hurt putting another party in that race? Yeah, because there's a lot of people that are on the opinion that having an independent party is just like a shoe in for Trump. 
Well, well, actually, for, for, for what Bobby's doing, he takes away from Trump, actually, right now, yeah. more, more than Biden. Asking, you, you're, the, you're the guy. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's a lot of people's opinions that seem to say that we don't need another independent person or what have you. I, I still am under the impression that I, I don't I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I feel like these guys aren't even going to be our options in the end. I, I feel like something sneaky is going to happen here. Well, I got, I got one foot, uh, I got one, uh, one foot on a banana peel, the other in a grave. You know, my son. Is- <laughs> man. Did you hear that? Did, did you watch that Shane Gillis special? He's like, I love Biden because he turns into a Roomba at the end of his, and he just at the end of his. Just, <laughs> I, did, I did see that. That's it. I did see that. So what? what I don't- I don't see why everybody hates that man so much. I mean, I I see why you don't like him as a president, but to hate Joe Biden is like, uh, I got my issues with Biden. I mean, the, uh, yeah, the dude's good. It's, hard, the- it's just hard to hate a grandpa. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, uh, I can't, I don't want him to be my president. I wouldn't even want him to like wash my car or watch my dog. But like, I you know, like, would you? I you want to come take a shower with me, Stoney? You want to come hit the shower? <laughs> we could shower. We could shower together with Hunter and Ashley. <laughs> if you ever read her diary, it's it's, it's very illuminating. We talk about showering, shower together. No, you got that raspiness at the end of it. What he says, dude, it's just elderly abuse at this point, guys. I don't know. I, I, you know, he he he's been in the game for fifty plus years, and make no mistake, man, Joey B is he's he's a gangster. I mean, that guy. That, <laughs> you don't run for president three times and make it to that position without without some, uh, you know, without we're getting. Get, a, we're gonna get stuck with Hillary. I still feel like that's coming. Oh, <laughs> oh God! I, 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 I mean, don't, I don't think so. I, I saw. Someone tweeted, uh, it was from like October of 2016, just before the election between Trump and Hillary. And, and Hillary had tweeted a photo of herself as a young woman. And it said, this girl's the next president. And someone un- un- underneath it wrote, wow, this aged well. <laughs> 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 it is, it's still satisfying. I, I got to say, man, it's still very satisfying. Um, that, that, oh, that Not only that she lost, but it was him. It was him that beat her. You know, yeah, that's yeah, dude. That was, it, was, it was always Fredo, but uh, yeah, that, what, that's uh, hands down the greatest thing he ever did, honestly. Besides the red hats, it's, it's what, what did you guys do for Halloween? Did you guys do anything for Halloween or dress up? Oh, Mav did. Mav ran the town, man. What was uh, that you were wearing, Mav? I was riding a flamingo. You're, you're riding a what? Flamingo. Oh, flamingo. Me riding a flamingo. Okay. Hey, my, my wife was a pineapple. Your wife was a pineapple, and you were riding a flamingo. That's like that's got like a Hawaiian flair to it. It's There's other things we can't talk about with pineapples here, Mr. Oh, Jack. Wow. Pineapples make things taste really good. Okay, just ask. <laughs> Melania is contracted to taste things once a month. Okay, she, she is. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't dress up this year. I think I peaked a few years ago, man. I dressed up as Steven Seagal. Um, in like, tw- this is before the allegations came out. So I, 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 I did like the goatee. I got like a pair of yellow goggles, and I had like a fake sword and a, a purple dress shirt. Yeah, I was. I got to find a picture of that. Dude, that was. Uh, you know. 
Back in my day, we the name for John Wick was was a little different. We used to call what's what's that guy's name? Fuck it. <laughs> oh fuck, I draw flat. What's what's it? Casey. What's it? Casey Rygar? <laughs> Casey. Oh, Casey Ryback. I'm just a cook. Casey Ryback. Back in my day, John Wick's name was Casey Ryback. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just a cook. I'm just. <laughs> He's anything but a cook, dude. He's actually like the. Vietnam vet special forces like commandos. They got him in there chopping carrots, though, you know? Oh, man. I remember that movie in the theaters. Remember that Dude. scene as a kid when that, that cake scene came on? I always made yeah, my Gary Busey head. comes out with the big fake. <laughs> Gary Busey. I forgot about the other <coughs> Busey's in that movie. Oh, oh dude. Was- Hands down, one of the best. Have you ever seen a movie surviving the game? Oh, dude. Ice tea? Yes. Oh. Okay. That scene where Gary Busey talks about his dog, how he had to kill his own dog. Yeah, Prince Henry Snow. I think that's real. I don't even think that was scripted. I think they were just hanging out one day. <laughs> they gave Gary a quick bump, and they're like, okay, the camera's rolling. Just go. You just go. <laughs> Prince go. Henry Stallion. Yeah. I can't believe you remembered his name. <laughs> yeah, my, my father had the dog. Like, yeah, I'll do that. That scene's totally standing out. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. <laughs> Dude, at the end, man, when Ice T's walking away, and he's like, "Never forget to check the barrel of a gun." Yeah. <laughs> fucking, what's his name? I check the barrel of Nerf guns now because of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so good, dude. Yeah, man. <clears throat> man. Speaking of rappers, did you guys see that the um they arrested that guy for Tupac's murder, and he pled innocent today in court? Yeah, I did see that. I did. I'd like to know some of the more details behind that. Like, how how, how they just figure that out? Now, I, I'm not too into that. But. I'll be oh. honest, neither am I. Yeah, I've like, looked at a little. What's that? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, over the years, I've kind of it's like it's like that old Chris Rock joke. He's like, he's like, man. Tupac got shot at the Vegas Strip, and they can't figure out who it was. And we got Bin Laden all the way over in Pakistan. We got Osama bin Laden. We can't figure out who shot Tupac. Yeah, on on the Las Vegas trip on a fight night. Yeah, nobody saw that shit. Like that—that's the crazy part about that. Well, basically, this older guy, uh, I think his name's Keefy D, said that he was in the car with um, three or four other people, and his nephew was the trigger man, and his nephew actually ended up being shot and killed a year or two later in an unrelated incident. And he's been saying this publicly in interviews and um, in, in a book and they, and he never got arrested, um, but they finally arrested him and he, it's in court now. So it'll I, be, yeah. I saw that. I saw he got arrested and I actually saw the, um, they, they had the cops body cam footage of, and it, you could just hear him talking to the cop. It was pretty, it was pretty eerie. He was trying to tell the cop who he was. He was like kind of taking credit for the murder without taking credit for it, without trying to be guilty. So like it, that's, you know, it's gotta be scary for that dude in jail. And one's got to imagine. I, you know, I don't know. I would think Pac still got some jail cred, don't you think? I don't He's still releasing new music. So, you know, <laughs> Can we just get him to admit this so we can say he's dead? You know, like that's kind of thing. Like, oh. yeah, I don't know. But Suge Knight, who was the who was in the car with Tupac, who 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 got shot but survived, said that he wouldn't testify in the trial, which is interesting because he grew yeah. up with this guy. He grew up with Keefe D, I guess. So uh, I, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out who shot JFK. So I'm I'm kind of you know <laughs> one, one thing at a time. Like, 
You know, Tupac's got a little ways to go here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's only been 27 years. You know, we got 60 years coming up on the, the Kennedy. Well, maybe Kennedy should have dropped some platinum tracks. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, yeah, yeah he, he was dropping a lot. He wanted to drop the CIA, and they didn't like that. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> he should have gone at Diddy instead of the friggin', uh, you know, Federal Reserve. <laughs> maybe I, <it's, laughs> there was another. There's a the funny conspiracy theory in politics that's been in the news this week. You guys, uh, you guys following the 24 race at all? Like any of the Republican candidates? Like I Ron DeSantis. So you guys, as much as you can stomach it. Yeah. So you guys know Ron DeSantis, right? The the yeah, governor yeah. from Florida. I've, I love this thing because there is a thing that he's wearing lifts in his boots. Here, let me let me show you. Check this out. Let's see. This is funny. You guys are gonna like this. Okay. He's wearing like lifts, like actually. Yeah. Like so, shoes. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Yeah. So see, that's actually. Ah. I mean, they look like see, his toes aren't right there. No, no they're not. There's <laughs> nothing in it. At that flat part, you can see where it bends up. Those are clown shoes, man. Yeah, it does look like clowns. So that's actually, this is an illustration of what it is. He's basically wearing high heels. It's like a, it's like a stripper or something. Jesus. Yeah. How tall is he? Is he short? Is that what the deal is? Well, I call him Meatball, okay? We nicknamed him Meatball. He's Meatball Ron. He's, he's maybe 5'9", five, 5'10", five, on a good day. I'm six foot three. You know, Trump's ass is up here somewhere where, where Meatball's chin is, so... You know, <laughs> it's just an, it's an interesting conspiracy theory being floated, and uh, I think there's some credibility. What do you guys think? That's uh, just that's just their insecurities. I think yeah, I think there's something to that. They're just that's funny because they're insecure just like us, and they go up there and they act like it, and they got to do things to make up for their their mishaps and stuff. That's I, yeah, I guess that's probably a hundred percent legit. I guess the lifts give them like an inch and a half to two inches. So. Hey, every inch matters, right? Yeah, and then that quaff and that and his hair gives him another inch, you know. <laughs> he had a they had a campaign guy, a, a black guy from Florida up here door knocking in Swansea, New Hampshire, handing out DeSantis flyers the other day. He came to my door, dude, and I was just like, dude, I, you are you have so many houses to go, dude. May the force be with you. <laughs> like, like, and he appreciated it. Like, I don't know, like. What are you doing, DeSantis? He's like putting people. If this is what he's willing to do to his campaign people, I don't want him as my president. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> this no. guy was a lieutenant in the, in the army. Imagine what he was doing to his troops. Yeah, what wasn't was he a jag lawyer or one? Yeah, yeah, one, yeah, one, yeah, one of so jobs. Um, he was down at Guantanamo Bay during the really rough couple of years, like 05, 06, 07. DeSantis was. Yeah, he was down at Guantanamo when they were doing. Um, uh, hunger strikes, and they were force feeding the prisoners down there. And this one prisoner specifically remembers seeing DeSantis like cackling and, and smiling when the prisoners were being force fed. So that's a that's a that scandal's just under the surface, but I think it could, it could come out. But I don't know. He, he strikes he strikes me as a, as a pretty uh, slick psychopath. Yeah, yeah. That Guant the Guantanamo Bay is there's some sketchy stuff that happened there. I watched a bunch of stuff on that too. I didn't know he was in part involved with that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and then he, I think he was over in Iraq too, and one of his jobs was to make sure that uh, who he, who he was working with were treating prisoners fairly, or, or they were they were engaging in proper warfare conduct. And we all saw those photos; they came out nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Abu Ghraib, remember those? The thing that looks like the Blair Witch. 
Yeah, remember that girl with the gun and her like BDUs, like with her foot on the like, yeah, just like yeah, dude, just like a bunch of naked people and they're just trying to compare it to like when I was in the army. You weren't even allowed to take your BDU top off like that. Like I can't imagine to be able to do that and just like it. I'm more mad about the uniform violation. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I would have gotten beat to shit for that, you know. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you, you guys have had a, some veterans in your uh, crowds, too, I've seen. You guys have had some good back and forth with veterans. Yeah, we, have, we have a famous heckler that comes down to Workout Wednesday. That's a, um, he crashed in a helicopter in, in Vietnam. And he's, oh, no. he's, a, he's a surly guy. Yeah, he likes to – people don't – you don't realize it until he starts, you know, heckling you. And then you, you figure it out pretty quick. He's a tough dude, you know. Yeah, we have had a few couple veterans down there. Actually, and Hank, Hank, yeah, we have a bunch of, and there's a couple of comedians that are, are veteran. There's a lot of veteran comedians too. I, I you know, forty, I'd say forty percent of us are better. I'm surprised that people are like a lot of Air Force and Navy people. <clears throat> yeah, trying their yeah. hand at comedy. Yeah. Now, uh, Stoney, you went up to uh, Maine for the Portland Comedy Fest a month or two ago, right? How did that go? That was fun, man. It was cool to be selected. Uh, I, I I submitted a tape, and then they they put me in in a couple shows, and I and I did a couple. I walked on to a couple other shows. It was interesting. Portland, it, um, they just had it was like every every restaurant, every bar. There was just like a show going on, and it was just like comedy was everywhere. There was comedians from all over the world there. <coughs> it was a lot of fun. I met a lot of cool people, and 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 like I said probably did like 30 minutes worth of shows up there like you know a bunch of five seven minute slots here and there and it was just cool to meet people and see that that level of talent and be exposed to it man and yeah. i got to do a show in a bowling alley i feel like every comedian should do a show in a bowling alley it's just something <laughs> like it. <laughs> every band and every comedian yeah bowling alley that's i've uh, done some shows i've only been doing it for like a year and a half i've done some pretty fun places there <laughs> You're competing with like a kid's eighth birthday party, you know. Hey, Mavericks done those. Yeah, uh, did you do a kid's birthday party last year? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> how how old? Sixteen. Is a sixteenth birthday party? Yeah. How did that go? Uh, it was a it was a learning experience because it started off as being us like, uh, yo, if you don't do well in life, this is where you're gonna end up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, man. It's, it takes a lot of... <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty great. Like, the kids looked at us like, who the hell are you guys? And this is who your mom bought? Like, <laughs> Okay, as long as the check cleared, man. There, there's... <laughs> so we got... So, guys, we're... um, Three of us are on a bill coming up here. I'm really excited. I want to, uh, I want to share this. We are uh, with the founder of the Portland, Maine... Um, comedy festival. Mr. Ian Stewart's going to be headlining at uh, Cooper's Hill on yeah. Thursday, November 16th, right here in Peterborough, New Hampshire. And uh, we've got Mr. Ian Stewart headlining. I will be hosting. And uh, Mav and Stoney, you guys are on the bill as well. So that's... Uh, that's a cool place, man. That's going to be a lot of fun. He's a funny person, too. So that's going to be it's cool to be opening for him and, and on the same bill with people like that. Like yeah. so. Mavericks, yeah. uh, Mavericks also uh, starting to blow up. Who, 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 who are you opening for next month, Maverick, too? 
um, Bill Polsley. Yeah, so it, it's we're starting to it's cool to see this this level of talent. Who, who is it? Bill who? Bill Polsley. Bill Polsley. Yeah, he's from he's from this area, so he's doing like a this is his first time performing back in Springfield because he's really big out in LA and everything. And uh, he's doing like this talent show comedy show, like a like kind of like a fuck you to all the high school people who turn them down and everything. So it's really good. It's a creative process, and, you know, and everything. So cool. Yeah, that That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you guys got a bunch of shows coming up, and um, so this show, guys, is going to be Thursday, November sixteenth. Doors are at eight thirty. Shows at nine thirty. Um, and you can get tickets. Let me see if I can show the ticket link. And the ticket link is also in uh, the description. And tickets are $30 for general admission. And I guess they have an obstructed seating where you can still kind of hear the show and you can see it, but there's there might be like a... So it's around to be like the Boston Garden back in the day. I'd never heard of obstructed seating, but I guess that's discounted at 25 so. That makes it feel real official. I've never seen that before, so I was like... <laughs> I don't know. What's going on right now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it's 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 an iron. Oh, here we go. Okay, let me see. I got this. <laughs> yeah, so here's the ticket, guys, on Eventbrite.com. Uh, like I said, the link is in the description of this video. And you know, Peterborough, New Hampshire. Um, it's not really not really much of a comedy scene here. So we are going to be the comedy scene uh, here in Peterborough, New Hampshire, that night. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And um, yeah, you know, my daughter was born in Peterborough. I'm looking forward to coming back. Hopefully, I don't leave with uh, another freaking kid. That's <laughs> I I do talk a lot. I just stopped talking now because I heard this on YouTube. Like, I'm, I'm a, not gonna lie, I'm kind of a little lewd. Like, I saw this was episode 169. I'm like, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's why you put sixty nine in your Facebook. Oh, yeah. That's how we talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> well, sixty nine. It's a number I taught my kids. It's the best number. It's a number that, uh, quite frankly, everybody, everybody, we do the sixty nine and the ninety six and the binga bunga. You know, and the binga bunga. The binga bunga. Aaron does the binga bunga. Binga bunga. I would love to be able to just like have Ivanka Trump just like be able to sit down and tell me the truth and not have to worry about any consequences. Like, what was life like, my dear? You know. know. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, Mav. My mother never helped me. Never, <laughs> my dad never told me he loved me. He said, "Just be a killer, okay? We're gonna bully your older brother because he wants to be a, basically a bus driver in the air. He wants to be an airplane pilot." Basically, why would you want to do that? He's like a bus driver. So they, they bullied uh, Fred Jr. to death. Uh, to an, he drank himself to death in the early 80s. And Trump, because Trump wasn't the oldest brother. The, the whole empire was supposed to go to Fred Jr., but well, the time travelers, I heard they got Tesla's cart. They got they got Tesla's patents from uh, yeah. Well, he, he died. They're time travelers. He bends time and space to the, the, the just the, just his hair alone. The on the sides like crispy ramen. <laughs> it's like, it's like, a, it's like a golden retriever meets crispy ramen noodles. You know, it's kind of kind of want to pet it. Yeah, yeah, it might, it might bite back. It's like a squash with teeth. 
you know? <laughs> it friggin' is. <laughs> well, I'll definitely be doing some Trump. It's funny because so um, Cooper's reached out because they wanted to do like a more of, I don't know, I think they wanted a Trump thing. And I'm like, well, I do Trump, but Eric's the one who dresses as Trump. So you'll get, basically, you'll get the discount Trump, you know? <laughs> <laughs> don't get me even though i i did it first in 2006 actually yeah i've been doing trump you lives great, you have great bernie and you have man my favorite is uh and i love the um the bar rescue guy man That's, oh, the, <laughs> oh, yeah. there'll be some yeah. taffer look we're yeah, gonna be performing in an irish bar i expect to see a midget dressed as a leprechaun filleting me up front Dude. you know <laughs> We went to a wedding one time with this guy. He didn't break character the whole time. He was just going around oh, smashing people at the. I was God bless this. So it was Patty's wedding, man. Oh, oh man, sorry. that was a beautiful wedding. Today's Marissa's what? birthday. Happy birthday, Marissa! Yeah, happy birthday to Marissa. I watching. did say hi to her too. Yeah, that's damn it. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I'll never forget that. You guys know each other for how long? I didn't catch that. Like I know you work together, but how long? And Stonia, we've probably known each other 10 years, nine or yeah, 10 years. Yeah, right up there, man, for sure. A good 10 yeah. years, too. Yeah, it's been a good 10 years. And I was saying to Mav earlier, like, whenever I would go to we'd do these jobs, these nine to five jobs, it's like The Walking Dead. I would meet a couple people, and then there'd be some survivors from that job that I'd carry on in my life. Yeah. You know, only a couple season to season. And, yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah, you're 100 percent right. Yeah, no, you're 100. There's only a few cast members left, for, and that's it. Yeah, that's what makes it real too. It's amazing how that how they all just disappear, right? Yeah, and now we're we're, we're doing comedy shows together. It's isn't it crazy how life works out sometimes? Man, yeah, no, it's right. It, 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 it good. Good things can happen if you if you think good things. I guess Absolutely. I don't know. Like, yeah, dude, that that's right, man. I, we came a long way from making jokes at those cubicles, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think you got you know dealing with the public and and doing uh, retail and customer service. I think you just if you don't have a sense of humor, you're not going to last doing that, or you're not going to be able to get up and do that day to day. You got to yeah. have a sense of humor, right? I don't know how you guys did what you did. You just answered the phones back there in that chicken coop. Like I always... Dude, I, some days it'd be a hundred, hundred plus phone calls. Just I always got to go out and like smoke weed in cars and stuff like that. I used to love taking naps in Odyssey vans, man. That was like one of my favorite things to do, especially like fall time. You could just like crack the window, get a nice little breeze and bury yourself in the middle of the lot. Yeah. <laughs> and we wonder why I'm fired. That's, so that's <laughs> well, we won't, we don't have to totally go into that show. We, we, we're not, I'm still part of it. It's like the mob. Once you're in the family, you're always in the family. Okay? <laughs> no, I got kicked out. Of, I got escorted out of that family. Were you? Well, <laughs> Sometimes families fight. Ask Vin Diesel in The Rock, you know. <laughs> I don't yeah. got. I got family. I got family. So, uh, so Mav, who's who are your influences getting into comedy? You said you've been at it for five years. What? Who? Who do you really like and kind of impacted you? And, and how did you kind of get going on it? To be honest, I started so before. I started doing comedy for a little bit in 2016 and stopped. And went to a podcast, doing a podcast. And I'm on this podcast, everyone liked me, but like, who is this guy? So I'm like, you know, I gotta get my name out there. So I started, I'm like, let me take up comedy again. So I started doing that. Uh, who inspires me is really like, I've always loved comedy. I got Bernie Mac, first off, hands down, loved him. You know, um, a lot of people don't like Jamie Foxx is always one of my favorite. Adam Sandler, uh, Richard Pryor, and uh, Jim Carrey. 
you know, those guys I always liked just because of the, the, the concept of a comedian for me. I don't really like, like, I might say I'm a comedian, but I also like saying I'm entertainer. I like to be, like, all around entertainer. You know, like, I want to try to do it all. Like, sometimes I'll, I'll throw singing bits in my thing. Or some, you know, I, I want to get more into improv. I want to practice more improv. You know, I did a little bit of that in college with acting. But other yeah. than that. And, and your old man is a singer, right? He's a musician, too? No, so my pop's always sang. He wasn't an official singer, but he had a stuttering problem. And one day his teacher's like, would you just sing instead of talking? <laughs> and that's when he realized, like, you know, I'm good at singing because he could always sing well. But that's like, you know, the church. That's a typical black fairy tale, right? Everyone wants to sing in the church. You don't have a choice. <laughs> that's beautiful, man. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh. I, didn't know that. I didn't know that, Mav. I know. He's, uh, Jackman does his research. Uh, Jack. <laughs> It's my weaponized autism. <laughs> I have an analytical mind. I see something. I see something once, and I don't forget it. <laughs> no, I, I sing. I sing in the shower. You know, shower in the car. There's there's two types of people, right? There's the ones that sing, and then the ones that don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I play the drums, so I'm, you know, I'm kind of, I get to sit during the shows. You know, I'm more of a sit-down comic as it is, anyways. But I am getting into fighting weight for the show. I've actually, probably since I've been sick, probably lost like ten pounds. So that's actually a good thing to come out of this. You know, sponsored by Dayquil, folks. So what are the shows you guys got coming up this month? I see you, you put out a couple other flyers and shows you guys are doing. Um, I have a show in Connecticut I'm hosting with uh, at Bengals. I've never been there. It's in New Haven, so I'm going to be hosting that one. It's pretty, pretty amazing people on that show. Um, and then, your show. then we have a show on the Laugh Rose with Detroit Reed, uh, comedian, on December 17th. And he's really, uh, he's really getting big. You know, he's a hilarious guy. I've, I, I've met him. Well, I haven't met him, but I know of him through our friend Alex. And Alex really set that up, so that's going to be really good. We'll be doing a brunch show with him at mining. So it's just pretty cool, man, because, you know, when, you, when you're when doing comedy, as you said, this area is the Wild West. So there's really, there's really nothing to do. You start doing a mic, you get people telling you're not supposed to be doing that yet. I'm like, well, when can I? When I tell you, well, who are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> And, like, everyone wants to whip out everyone they work for, which is great. I don't knock anybody who's doing their thing. Like, grind and, and, and be successful is all I wish for anybody in comedy. Um, but at the same time, it's just, like, I I'm just, like, have this desired path to just be a household name. Like, a lot of people be like, at least they say, hey, that Maverick guy, he's pretty funny. Or he's pretty fucking crazy. You know what it is? One of, one of the others. But regardless of what, there's no bad news. We're still going to talk about Trump. You, whether you hate him or not, Trump's still sitting there rubbing himself. Yeah, say my name. Yeah, you know, <laughs> wear those red hats for me. <laughs> How are you? Oh, dude, exactly. I don't care what they say about me, man. As long as they say Trump and billionaire and spell it correctly, that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you know, if, right. if there's, there's no, what is it? There's no such thing as bad publicity, right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you're under 91 indictments, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. He might win again, too, guys. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. Like he, he very well could be the next. 
we, we, we got out. I'll be honest with you. I just really hope that, like, bipartisan, I'll be honest with my stand and hope I don't think we should, we need another party in there just to mix it up because through chaos is the only way you're going to get anything there because the left and right is like, you have your mom and dad who hate each other, but they won't get a fucking divorce. And you're really praying to God, please just separate so we can all be in peace. But these guys are just like, they're just selfish, non-thinking people who don't really care about the middle class who is like really holding this whole country up. You know? Yeah, it is, man. Joking aside, dude, it's it's a sad state of affairs in a lot of ways. Congress has like a 12% approval rating. They can't get anything done. I mean, I got a better approval rating than Congress. You know what I mean? Some fat dude in New Hampshire, you know? But, I mean, they got that guy, George Santos, who they were trying to expel. Um, who basically, I can't believe they can't get rid of that guy. Dude, he lied about his entire resume. Like, I it, can't it, believe it. The most he, said, he said he was Jew, and he said, "No, I didn't say I was Jew. I said I was Jew-ish." Ish. <laughs> Did you see that? That was what his reply was. That's that's bananas. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, have you guys seen? The, what's that? I don't know how people can sit there and they they're like caught in these horrible lies and make these such fucked up excuses that we wouldn't let pass with our kids, but yet we accept it because they our leaders. They got these roles, you know. Just how like brainwashed we are sadly that we can't really say hey you know the emperor is not wearing any clothes guys he's really just flashing us you know no he's butt naked yeah no he's <laughs> yeah the emperor is, is dangling and then some <laughs> yeah no they they got the senator there in new jersey menendez for, uh, who had like gold bars in his fridge or something like yeah. and then you got um and then they refuse to retire. I mean, Congress is a hospital and, and the Senate's a nursing home. You know? <laughs> Mitch, it, it, Mitch McConnell, it, that, that is bananas to me, dude. Uh, I've seen that look before, dude. That's what my kid looks like that when he's shitting his pants. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was rebooting. He was like, I knew that dude. That dude was just spray farting through three levels of cloth. That's why I didn't do it. You know that feeling when you fart and then it touches your skin again and you're like, oh crap. That <laughs> <laughs> just happened, dude. That dude hasn't eaten anything for like soup and Werther's originals probably for the last six years. <laughs> yeah, dude. Do- you know what the fucked up part about it is his people had like a protocol for it. Like they knew, like they, oh, he crapped his pants. Just like spatter scatter. You know, they like put this like wing around his back so nobody could see. Anyway. Yeah, they, got, they had to get the sharp liner in place. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a coli activated sharp liner. <laughs> get the sham wow. He went big this time. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just goes back to elderly abuse. I mean, you know, Diane Feinstein. God bless God bless her soul. But you know, they were talking about having making having her retire like a couple years ago. Like, no, you know, don't don't baseball players know when it's time to hang it up? I mean, dude, that lady's. Are you talking about the lady in California who just passed away? Yeah, yeah it looked like her glasses were melting off her face. She was so old, and she was sitting there. Did you see, like, it was just like crooked. Like her face was. That wasn't right. And this is the best. This is what represents our country. Like, this is like we no wonder why they laugh at us everywhere. Like, this is what we got. Like, that's so crazy. We, we are the laughing stock of the world. But when I get back in there, Stoney, it's not going to happen anymore. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Putin never would have invaded Ukraine. This stuff going on in the Middle East never would have happened. 
Okay. I think this proves a point, though. I think these senators and stuff could start like that. That seems to be like a part time job to me. If you can have a 94 year old person do that, like you can work your regular job at the insurance company and be a senator too. like, you know, if Mitch McConnell can do that, 90, we don't need to be paying these guys as much. You could still sell cars. Yeah, you could sell cars. All sell cars. Yeah, sell cars. Yeah, you know, they own dealerships. That's what they do. Yeah, and then their kids are going to be the next senators. That's how this works. Well, I, I think you know both both parties have failed us the last forty plus years, and a lot of them are in it for themselves. They enrich themselves. Uh, I think there should be term limits, and I'm all for more parties. You know, coming into the fold because it's like, you know, three uh, two parties is one more than a dictatorship, Stony. <laughs> Riddle me that one, ma'am. <laughs> uh, two two part two party system, that's one more than a dictatorship. <laughs> you know, it, the body kind of has got the you know he took a couple chairs to the head over the years. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's on cameo now, Jesse Ventura. Yeah, Jesus, you've interviewed him a few times, haven't you? Yeah, we had him on. Uh, we did an audio phone interview, and Eric actually got to hang out with him in New York City for an hour and filmed an interview with him, which was I wasn't there for that, but. It was awesome, according to him. Yeah, it's fun, man. I, I love it. I love it, man. So, well, we're coming up on near the hour, guys. Uh, where can people find your stuff and and uh, say hi to you online or social media? Give us the plugs. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, well, you can find me at right now. Um, well, I got a new phone, so I think I might have lost the side of the payment. Instagram's not letting me get that back. But you can find me at Unlocked Character. That's unlocked, but underscore but it's char actor t-h-a-r-a-c-t-o-r because you know if you turn off the lights on that unlocked character more combat <laughs> fight fight that's it man stony where can we find you tim stone comedy man that's it like i'm all over i'm youtube instagram ah, facebook yeah you also uh you find me in Swansea too. <laughs> also, uh, also, moms for for a, a price, he'll come to your house and pretend to be Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> you say that all the time. Doesn't he look like a nineteen nineties Mark Wahlberg? What's that? <laughs> he's, like, he's like Mr. Walker. I want to date your daughter. Mr. Walker, what? Yo, what's going on here, Mr. Walker? You seem like a nice guy. <laughs> I just want I want to let you know I have every good intention with your daughter. Oh my God, is that a transformer? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> oh, boys, we're gonna have a lot of fun in a couple weeks, man. Oh fuck oh, yeah, man. hell yeah! And Tim's up. What do you? Think? You gotta give me a fucking uh, commando, General. Get in the job, call General Wayne Kirby. <laughs> Stoney, my men are not Dylan. You son of a bitch, you set me up. My men are my men are not expendable. <laughs> you know, he's like, what's the matter, Dylan? See, I got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> yeah, dude, their arms are clearly somebody just like spritz, spritz both of their arms, dude. Yeah, dude, the chainmail vest. Every time I see our uh secretary of state or you know, the Kirby, I just think of that. Fucking, like, um, the general Kirby from God, general Kirby from Commando. oh, is that commando? Oh, yeah, Jenny! yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Sully, remember when I told you I'd kill you last? Everybody, you can expect impersonations. You can expect some ridiculous stand-up, some funny but true stories. 
you know, these guys are both dads that, you know, so they, they, a lot of people in the audience are, are going to be parents and there's going to be, it's going to be a mixed bag of people. So it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, but uh, tickets are still on sale. You can get them. Yeah, it's a great uh, venue too. You got as well. Is it? That's a fun place to go. So I. Yeah, I think they got like two hundred different whiskeys too. So when I was yeah, they, <laughs> they definitely. That's it. And I don't know. Peterborough is an awesome little small town, and I think you know, get there early so you can park. I think of yeah, yeah. They got decent food. They got good food there, and uh, you know, it's going to be the scene. So. We'll have to have you guys back on again sometime, man. I appreciate you guys coming on. I appreciate on. you, man. Give my best to your brother too, and the good well, fight over there, and the you know what he's doing. So, and thanks for having me, man. I Absolutely, I know I miss you too, Stoney. We're, we're going to be a family real soon. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, that was another edition of Jack and Radio. I had a lot of fun, and uh, we will be back with you soon. Have a good night.